0: Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of The Savior Podcast. It's all about Jesus. Man, I got a good little study today, y'all. Man, it hit me while I was at Bible study earlier. But uh, let's pray. Oh Father, we just thank you, Lord, another day. We're one day closer to being with you. Just help us and strengthen us, Father in, in our our race, our battles, our struggles. Just hold us and and, and increase our faith and our love and our patience. All the fruits of the Spirit, Lord, we need them. We need them. I ask for every listener, Lord, that you just comfort them. You know everything we're going through, that you make a way, that you show them that you're in control of the situation in their life personally. Show them, Father. Father. I just encourage everybody to read, and you can speak to them. Oh, Father, we love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so the text today is 2 Kings chapter 7. And let me just set it up, because uh, chapter 6 ends where Ben-Hadad, the king of Syria, comes and besieges Samaria, Okay? That's the capital of Israel. And uh, they besiege it. That means nobody's going in and nobody's going out. They're going to starve them. And uh, man, it's sad because the king is walking on the wall and two women are crying out to him. And he's like, you know, I can't help you. The Lord can't help you. I can't help you. And uh, so he, uh, he says, what do you want? What's ailing you? And that one woman says, look, this woman, we said we're going to cook my child and eat him. And tomorrow we'll cook hers. So we boiled my son and ate him. And then today, when it was time to cook her son, she hid him. And man, that broke the king's heart. You see how bad it was, how starving they were Where they resorted to cannibalism? And uh, so he rips his... His royal clothes and he put sackcloth on and they see him so then we go to chapter 7 and the prophet Elisha not Elijah Elisha or Elisha He tells them, hey there's going to be food But it's you're not going to taste any of it So uh not the king this other guy that was there and see this king's wicked He don't believe in the lord and he's trying to kill Elisha and uh So, all right, that's going on, but the main part is in 2 Kings 7, and let's start at verse 1. Then Elisha said, Hear ye the word of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord, Tomorrow about this time shall a measure of fine flour be sold for a shekel, and two measures of barley for a shekel in the gate of Samaria. Then a lord on whose hand the king leaned answered the man of God and said. So it says, then a lord on whose hand the king leaned. means he's an advisor, okay? He's one of his advisors. Uh, Said to the man of God, Behold, if the Lord would make windows in heaven, might this thing be? See, he's being sarcastic. And he said, Behold, thou shalt see it with thine eyes but shall not eat thereof. So Elisha told this advisor, you know, goes, oh, you're going to see it happen, all right, but you're not going to get to taste any of it, okay? And then verse 3 says, here it goes. Let's start right here, y'all. And there were four leprous men at the entering in of the gate. And they said one to another, why sit we here until we die? See, remember, lepers couldn't go in the city. They had to stay outside the gates. They had to stay out. And they had to yell unclean when they came near. So they're saying, you know, we're already starving. They're starving inside. We're starving out here. So why are we just sitting here? Verse 4. If we say we will enter into the city, then the famine is in the city and we shall die there. And if we sit still here, we would die also. Now, therefore, come, let us fall into the host of the Syrians. If they save us alive, we shall live. And if they kill us, we shall but die. See, he's saying, look, man, wherever we go, there's death and hunger. Let's go to the enemy, the Syrians camp. Maybe we'll, you know, they'll let us live or feed us or something. And if they kill us, oh, well, they're just going to kill us. We're going to die anyway. You see how they feel? You see how their their outlook, It's hopeless. That's a person without God in their life. You hear me? You hear some of the people today, some of the trash they're spewing. And uh, where's God? Who's God? Why is he this? And why is he that? And all that. You know, there's a lot of them like that. But they're just dealing with reality. You know, because, hey, let's just go to the prisoner, to the uh, enemy camp. And they did. Okay, this is five. It says, And they rose up in the twilight to go unto the camp of the Syrians. And when they were come to the uttermost part of the camp of Syria, behold, there was no man there. For the Lord had made the host of the Syrians to hear a noise of chariots and a noise of horses, even the noise of a great host. And they said one to another, Lo, the king of Israel has hired against us the kings of the Hittites and the kings of the Egyptians to come upon us. Therefore, they arose and fled in the twilight and left their tents and their horses and their asses, even the camp as it was and fled for their life. OK, so the Lord brought that up upon him. See, he let him hear stuff. He's done that before, you know, in, in Judges, when Gideon's leading the army, he uses shadows to scare him. See, when the fear of the Lord comes upon you, there ain't no standing. You can run or fall down flat on your face. You know, nobody really knows the fear of the Lord. You know, we can, you know, reverence and all that. But I mean, yeah, we can't even imagine, you know, but they ran for their lives. Okay. All right. Verse eight. And when these lepers, remember the four lepers, now all this is happening. They didn't hear nothing because they had mentioned it. Okay, so it's still around twilight. They all split. So only the Syrian soldiers heard this and they ran. And now here in verse eight, and when these lepers came to the uttermost part of the camp, they went into one tent and did eat and drink and carried their silver and gold and clothes and went and hid it and came again and entered into another tent and carried there also and went and hid it. Then they said one to another, we do not well. This day is a day of good tidings and we hold our peace. If we tarry till the morning, like some mischief will come upon us. Now, therefore, come that we may go and tell the king's household. All right. So they went and came up. They hid a few licks and a few tents. And then one of them said, hey, man, the whole city in there, they're starving. Let's go let the king know what's up. There's enough for everybody. You see, I'm going to stop right there because they end up going and telling. I'll just tell you this. They end up going and telling the king's house and the people run out there and get all this stuff. And sure enough, wheat and barley went for what the man of God, Elisha, Elisha said. And that Lord that was doubting, well, the king of Samaria said, hey, you take care of the gate. And man, that dude got trampled and they killed him, okay? Just like the word of the Lord said, you, you'll you see it with your eyes, but you're not going to taste it. Hey, man, that's, you know what, that doubt, that's terrible. But I want you to see something. This is the main part, y'all. So the lepers, four lepers, outcasts, okay? Outcasts, shunned, you know, avoided ridiculed, embarrassed, shamed, all that, sound familiar, I was a leper, I was a heroin addict, an armed robber, and a thief, and a liar, and a manipulator, I was a leper, nobody wanted to be around me, hear me, nobody, but look, one minute, they're starving, and contemplating the method of their death, (laughs) Starve in the city, starve outside the gate, or go and be killed by the enemy. That's pretty grim, okay? Oh, but they, see, they thought they had that idea. Hey, let's just go ahead and get it over with, okay? But Jesus, see, Jesus was there waiting. Man, they go, and everything's empty, see? all the accusers. Remember when Jesus said to that woman caught in adultery, woman, where are thine accusers? So there's nobody there to shun them. Nobody there to ridicule them. Nobody there to uh, turn them down for a morsel. None of that. You know, man, if I lived in those days, I would just chunk food at them. If I couldn't get near them, I'd just throw it at them. You know, here, eat, man. Oh, God is so good. But see, they were contemplating their death and now, man, they're eating and drinking and they got gold. Just that elation, that's the feeling of salvation. When you know that your faith in the virgin birth, sinless life and vicarious death and resurrection of Jesus, he died for me. But he rose again on that third day, just like he said he was. And he's alive. And he changed my life for the better. (laughs) I wouldn't be here talking to you for the worse. I'd be out hitting licks like these lepers. But you see, one moment I was hopeless without God in the world. You know, in the next moment, I was free and had eternal life. But in the flesh, I was still in that prison cell. But it didn't matter because I was already free. The only thing I lacked was my liberty. That's it. And I got that and he gave it to me. And he said, look, I'm here working, sharing, preaching. And man, it was all him. I just believed him. You know, I bet those lepers couldn't believe their eyes. But when they walked forward probably with trepidation and fear, thinking they're hiding, they're going to jump out. But that hunger led them forward. See, you got to have hunger for Jesus, for salvation, for a changed life. You've already heard it, it's true. A lot of people just like me will say the same thing, okay? It's real. And they kept walking. They walked forward. And they received their reward, see? They ate and they drank, you know, taste and see that the Lord is good. And then they got their riches, you know, gold and silver and clothes, you know. Oh, man, ain't God good? Ain't God good? I wish we knew what happened in lepers if they just told that story over and over, told each other, you know, God is good. You know, I was able to help my family with all this gold. What if they hid somewhere and got messaged their family, said, hey, you go over here and, and dig and get this. And, you know, and you, we don't know. The Lord didn't uh, feel the need to tell us certain things. But look, he provided for them. And when they were looking at a grim death, just like we are without Jesus, without God in our life, man, they had it all for a moment. But see, the difference with us is it's forever, y'all. It's forever. Read that account. Man, if y'all don't read the Old Testament, you got to see because, man, God is faithful. He's a stern disciplinarian, but he's faithful. He is faithful. Every account just shows his love and his patience and his long-suffering, mercy, forgiveness. That's our God, y'all. <laughs> oh, Lord, I love you. Come quickly, Lord Jesus. All right, y'all, I love you. Pray for me. Share these. I never ask for them, but share and like and ask people to subscribe. Or you subscribe. You know, it'd be great to have at least, you know, 20, 30 subscribers. That way I know, you know, how many people are hearing. All right, y'all, I love you. In Jesus' name, amen.